right, folks. All right, all right, all right. Welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror Podcast. Dare I say a bonus episode of America's Hometown Horror. It's just the boys again, as uh, Catherine has taken this episode off. Matt and Andrew. Gentlemen, good evening. Good Good evening. And to you, and to you, and to you, and to you. What I have to say... And uh, we have another, I guess, jam-packed episode tonight, or maybe, maybe packed with jam. We'll see. We'll jump right in. But again, uh, as usual, here's where you can find us on our usual social media and online offerings. First of which is our website, ahpod.com, A-H-H-P-O-D.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go on to all those platforms. Search for either America's Hometown Horror or hometown horror pod and you will find us on all of them we're everywhere folks you can also email us at hometown at gmail.com if you want to drop us a line you can certainly do so and as a reminder we're uh, a part excuse me of all of uh, excuse me not all but both of these uh platforms including horror facts magazine which is horrorfacts.com horrorfacts.com is a great resource if you are a horror fan you may know about the bigger websites including bloody disgusting and or tread central you may not have heard of horrorfacts.com but you should be familiar with it if you're a horror fan great news great reviews and great podcasts just like ours and as always we've recently partnered with fangoria you can go to shop.fangoria.com slash hometown horror pod or you can use the code hometown horror pod at checkout for an exclusive 20% discount on any merchandise or your first-time magazine subscription. Fangoria is awesome, obviously the most iconic name in horror media. I would highly recommend that you go and check that out and buy some merch. Merch, 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 merch. Gentlemen, what's happening? It's just the boys again. What's going on? Boys night out, baby. Yes, another boys night boys out. Boys night out. Yeah. <laughs> Sausage party. <laughs> Mike's favorite type of party. Yeah, your favorite type of party. Don't fucking Always. besmirch me. Always. <laughs> Gentlemen, have we watched anything interesting this week? Uh, so I it's watched... It's not as if we uh, have already talked about these sorts of things tonight. Remember, though, this is an episode that's getting released at a later date. That's correct. Saying those things might confuse people. It's okay. We can uh, we can have inside jokes for ourselves, and I'm sure the oh, listeners will yes. pick up on this and maybe laugh or They're chuckle. Like, hmm. Hmm, we'll see. What <laughs> the fuck are these guys yeah. Yes, um, indeed. So I watched. It's not a horror movie. I watched Light of My Life. It was a 2019 like sci-fi apocalyptic movie uh, directed by Casey Affleck, starring Casey Affleck. Cool. Who I actually like him better than Ben Affleck. I know he's kind of a piece of shit. From everything I've heard, apparently he's a really big piece of shit. Yeah, but he's a very Casey good. He's a very good yeah, actor. Yeah, I've heard he's like a giant piece of shit, like womanized. Like I, really, I've he dates like he some like of, wicked hot young actors. Yeah, I've heard he does a lot of weird bad things. I don't know if any yeah, of these are like right. actually substantiated. So maybe that's just slander, and I shouldn't be saying any of those things. But that's I like. Possible. I think he's way better than Ben Affleck. I like him a lot better as an actor. Uh, so he directed this movie too. It's basically him. He plays a um, um, who else? Elizabeth Moss is in it. Um, oh, yeah, okay. And he plays uh, the father to this 11-year-old girl, and there was a plague that pretty much wiped out the entire female race. Um, and his daughter was born, like, six months before this all happened, and she was immune to it. Okay. So he's basically raising her disguised as a boy because, obviously, there's no females. Mm-hmm. So females are very important to... Uh, yeah, procreation. Procreation. Yep. That's correct. Yeah, that's weird men so. and all that stuff. So it's basically him, like, they're just 
camping in the woods, hiding out, running around. Like it's kind of like the like almost like the road. If you ever saw that with Viggo Mortensen, I, I have like very yep. long. I also actually read the, the road. road book um, uh, written by Cormac McCarthy. It was a very depressing read, as it, as are most of his most books. and most apocalyptic style movies are that same. I feel like they're all kind mm. of the same. Um, it was good. I liked it. It was entertaining. It was very. Not, there's not a lot that actually happens, but it's. Yeah. I like those types of movies because it's just well, kind of. I feel like that's also a, than... that's also a theme with Cormac McCarthy because you know he also wrote uh, No Country for Old Men, the yes. book, right? Yep. yep, yep. So I read that oh, wow. book, Do you and have that book? Uh, I don't actually. Oh. I uh, so I rented that from a library and wrote a paper on it in college. Speaking of which, uh, I bought right that around, one. Right like, around the time that uh, the movie came I out. I bought that shirt, by the way. Which one? The, the Muppets one. Of oh, the did movie. you? Of course <laughs> No controlled did. man as Muppets? Oh. Yeah, so it's, um, where is it? It's oh, yeah. the I already know. It's like, um, uh, what's his name? But it's like the bird guy, right? Yeah. 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 When, um, so it's it's when, uh, <laughs> so it's when Shigur like chokes, chokes the guy out in the in yeah, prison the, the, like yeah, at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. The yeah, at the and what are the Muppets? It's Gonzo and it's Gonzo uh, and uh, and Fozzie. No, no, it's like the it's, bird one, right? No, Sam um, the Eagle. It kind of looked like I can't remember who it is. I can't. I, I think it. I think it actually. Might uh, be Fozzie. <laughs> I've seen that picture before. It's so good. And that's, I'm like, the you, that's the most you. That's the most you t-shirt of all time. Andrew's latest addiction: buying t-shirts. Is that a long book? Uh, no, it's actually pretty short. It's like three three hundred and fifty pages, maybe. I might have to check that out. Um, it's very very similar to the plot. When of did the, that come out? Uh, so it came. Uh, the, when did the movie come out? Twenty ten. It is Fozzie. Oh, like two thousand and like. Um, so the, the book yeah. was out in like two thousand six, two thousand seven, maybe. <laughs> oh, it's so great! It's so awesome. <laughs> this is so That's good. good. I was like, I need this shirt. That's such a conversation piece because so many when you wear that, so many people are gonna either be like, "You're a fucking weirdo. What is that?" Or that's an awesome shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The best Which I, I think is that it. that is a great starter for a t-shirt to buy is either people saying, "What's this fucking weirdo first, wearing?" First off, or also it's also awesome. that t-shirts for me. I don't care what anybody yeah, else thinks. Yeah, I'm wearing that you, because yeah, I want that. T-shirt. Well, if, if you hadn't bought it, I might have. So I'm glad <laughs> that you did. Because, I kept um, seeing it and I was like, I need to buy this. T-shirt. Cat already gets mad at me about the t-shirts that I do buy, yeah. which uh, you know, Killer Clowns from Outer Space t-shirts. Uh, I bought. Shirt. I finally did buy the uh, Hellfire Club. Uh, oh, you got one? Baseball nice. shirt. Uh, that I have in? that. It'll. Uh, it's already in. It might be worn at some point oh, shortly. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Stranger Things, baby. Stranger Things. All right. Mr. Audette, I know you have something you want to talk about, right? Yeah. Um, so I watched the new documentary that was released, Pennywise, The Story of It. Okay. Um, we just rented it, but I knew it came out on, like, something, and I think I just don't have... I, I think it's, like, Screenbox. Screenbox. Yeah, I that's uh, that. I think that's Bloody Disgusting's streaming service, mm. if I remember correctly. Well, they don't have it on my TV, okay. so I can't get it. Okay, um, fair enough. So I just rented it. Um... It was a really cool documentary. It was about the making and kind of story about how they came to, like, do the 1990s miniseries for It. Mm-hmm. And just how it was pretty groundbreaking. It was, they were getting away with a lot of stuff on TV that hadn't been done yet. Um, in terms of just, like, how truly frightening it was for a, a generation of children. Because mm. uh, it was only on, like, ABC or, like, something like, you know what I mean? It was yep. on, like, regular basic cable. And it was just this, it was a massive event. And uh, it went into the making. Tommy Lee Wallace has some really cool interviews on it. Um, a, a lot of the, 
the staff, uh, the staff, the cast is there. Um, you get some cool Seth, Seth Green, man. He's he sounds wicked weird now. His voice is all like different. Really? So, yeah, I was thrown off a little bit. I don't know if he just like cranks butts or like what his deal is, but probably. I feel like a lot of people in Hollywood smoke. Because he's mostly primarily like a voice actor now. Yeah. So he's just a little guy, too. Speaking um, of which, I, I came across some video on YouTube recently with uh, Jonah Hill in it. Yeah. Um, Andrew, I know you smoke black American spirits. Apparently, Jonah Hill smokes uh, blue American spirits. He was talking about those in there, which I don't know how, uh, how much lighter so those anyone are. Anyone that smokes anything other than a black American spirit is a weak sauce person. What do those take? Black you, like American. 40 minutes to smoke? Oh, I, I smoke them. See. Here's the thing. I started smoking Black American Spirits because I was smoking a pack a day of Marlboros because they burn so fast. Yeah. So I was initially cut down to 10 because it was taking me like 10 minutes to smoke a cigarette. Now that's completely out the window. Now I smoke those in like minutes. It, do, it did nothing except just speed up the process of inevitable lung cancer that's going to be coming into my life. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Black are the worst. Cigarettes. <laughs> if you like are, cigarettes. If yeah, you yeah. are the, uh, if you're a fan of the, it, Black American Spirits, guys. Yeah. Black clarifying American do not Spirits. Cancel me. I'm talking about cigarettes. <laughs> the, uh, the, right, go ahead, go ahead, the original sorry. It miniseries. If you're a fan of that, which I'm sure. That's like what the fuck. Most people are. Cat, cat. I know. I feel like this is we, the one thing I wish Cat yeah. would actually be here for because she loves that so much. Well, you guys should watch it. You guys, I think you would get. You'd like the the filmmaking aspect. I'd of love it. to watch it. Yes, um, and I she would. would like the. It's very nostalgic. Okay, There's a lot of cool, just a lot of cool little things. A lot of stuff of how the fuck are we going to make this book a TV shit? Like, mm. it's it's a lot of that. Do so. you see a lot of Tim Curry in it? Like, yeah. Is there a lot? Okay, so that 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 He's would be in the interviews. most interesting part yeah. to me. Like, like that would be great. He looks pretty rough. But I know he's, he's, he's there he's and he's talking. He's, yeah. he's you know he's got his, enough of his wits. <laughs> <so. laughs> um, but a lot of there's a lot of really cool images and footage that was never seen before. So uh, it's it's tight. I recommend it. So if I you're a fan of Stephen that. King, it's yeah. popped up on my thing a few times. Since yeah, rent this. Fair enough. Um, it's I'll, not very long. I'll repeat this again. Um, since we are uh, looking for things to talk about uh, before we talk about this classic movie that we're about to discuss here. So um, that term so I watched yeah. another Stephen Summers movie, uh, which was the movie that he directed directly after Deep Rising, which is the uh, Academy Award winning vehicle starring Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss called The Mummy. And if you have not seen said movie, which uh, I saw in theaters on opening night when I was uh, in 7th or 8th grade, this movie the movie came out in 99. I would have been, uh, let's see, 13, which is probably 7th or 8th grade. I loved it then. I love it now. It makes for a great pairing with Deep Rising because it's uh, a very similar type of movie. One movie has mummies. One movie has worms and sea creatures. So, yeah, I'd say uh, The Mummy's fantastic. Yes. A question for you. Yes, of course. If this movie said, like, the, the movie we're talking about, The Mummy, came mm -hmm. out now. Mm-hmm. You're an adult. You can do whatever you want to do with your time, your money. How many times would you have seen The Mummy in theaters? Probably at least twice. Oh, easily. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like four times. <laughs> Listen, Brendan Fraser, by the way, is in the middle of a renaissance. 
Don't call it a comeback. Um, he's as you've brought up a couple times in the yeah, podcast. I'm he's really about to be in that movie, the new Aronofsky movie called The Whale, mm-hmm. uh, where he's playing a guy that weighs, I think, over four hundred. Did pounds. he actually put on actual weight for this? Or I don't is he think just, so. No, he does a lot that's, of weight. That's like morbid. Um, yeah, I did actually read an interview with Brendan Fraser recently, where he kind of talked about how, like, why he decided to step away from Hollywood and like you know that whole thing and. He claims he was sexually abused by a Hollywood executive. Wouldn't be surprised. And uh, essentially all of the movies that he starred in, like The Mummy, like George of the Jungle, uh, lots of other stuff. Monkey he did Monkey. Yeah, he did a lot of his own stunts. Encino Man. And because of that, he had to have a lot of surgeries to correct the injuries that he had doing those things, which is why he stepped away from Hollywood, because he was essentially unable to act because he was so injured Broken, banged up. and he you know put on weight he got depressed like blah 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 and now he's at a different stage in his career and he's starting to have a renaissance like he's staring he's starring in that aronofsky movie could he be an oscar a, role he which i hope it is for him because yeah. it seems like he's really had a tough go of it lately um he also has a role in the new scorsese movie which i fucking can't wait what? to see called uh killers of the flower moon yeah which is starring uh, DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, uh, God, who else? But it's essentially it's it's uh, it's, 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 it's a it's a period piece. Yeah, it's a period piece directed by Scorsese. So I'm 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 still of the mindset Scorsese and Fincher are my two uh, favorite living directors. So anything that either of them puts out, I'm going to watch on day one. Uh, Tarantino, I throw in there too, but I yeah. like both of them more. I would I, say, I'd but get, uh, yeah, give, Brent, yeah, Brendan Fraser, I I. Give all the flowers. He seems like a nice guy. Fraser. Seems like a nice. Yeah. He's Canadian. How could he oh, be? Oh, is he Canadian? Obviously. Well, he was How in that movie from like Ottawa. What was it called? Where he was like the Canadian police officer. Oh, uh, Dudley Do Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was a Mountie. Yeah. He was a Mountie in Dudley Do Right. Yeah, of yeah, course. And Sino Man. Wasn't yeah. he also Airheads? Was he in Airheads? Um, was he in the Rocky and uh, Bullwinkle movie? He was Dudley Do Right. Yeah. Oh, in that movie. In that oh, movie, yes, right, yeah. yes. And I think that he also. Wait, had wasn't a, there a spinoff called Dudley? I think he Dudley also had his own movie called Dudley yeah, Do Right. Okay, that's what I was like. Yeah, I, was I remember the poster. Was, he's like sitting on a horse backwards. Yeah, he's reverse he, yeah. cowgirl on a horse. He backwards was, uh, and backwards. Yeah, then man. he then he was he was George of he was George of the Jungle. Lots of he was in the Journey to the Center of the Earth movies, which people forget about those. He was in Crash. Forget about those. Crash. I forgot about Crash. Was a really good movie. Great movie. Yeah. Crash. That one best picture of two thousand and five. Somehow it beat out uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. Who else was in Crash? That I can't remember what movie that is. Sandra Bullock. Uh, is that Jamie Foxx? No. You know what's funny is I can't watch a movie with Sandra Bullock in it without attaching this like just awful racist Karen esque bitch mm. to her from because of watching Crash. I'm like she really took that role mm. <laughs> on way too well, and I'm like I remember I was watching The Blind Side and I was like. Mm. This is, doesn't make sense. Maybe she's, like, you're, you're, take, you're taking yeah. this role to make up yeah. for your public perception <laughs> yeah. in Crash. But in the blind side, wasn't she just really looking out for her? Probably. Like, yeah. not, not Sandra Bullock. I'm saying the real life yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, probably. Like, probably. Um, so, not movie related. Okay. Sci-fi, supernatural, really weird, nothing to do with anything. So I had this dream the other night. Oh, okay. And um, before I tell you about this dream, I'm going to preface this with the question. Where do you think parking meters 
Where, where do you think the first parking meters were placed in America? Where did they come into existence? What city? Like, who invented parking meters? I'd have to say, like, Plymouth, either, Massachusetts. Yeah, par- Park Plymouth probably is. I would say, but um, maybe, like, a major city like New York or L.A. Yeah. or Boston probably or New York Chicago. City. Immediately what comes to mind. New York City. So, sleeping on the couch, I wake up, and I had this dream. I was, I was on the Cape in a work vehicle, sitting in, like, a parking lot in, like, an apartment building or something. Like, I was just sitting there, and I was trying to think how I was going to get the other vehicle home because there was another work truck that was parked there for some reason, 50 miles away from the shop. God knows why. And I'm just sitting there, and this cop walks up to me, and he just starts talking to me about, what's the, uh... The podcast? What does it cost to, uh... <laughs> what does it cost to park in Plymouth? And I'm like, oh, it's like $2 an hour. And I was like, I must have been thinking about this for some reason. Did you get a parking ticket recently? No. And, uh... <laughs> I did. And I go, yeah, $2 an hour. He's like, well... There's only one city you need to blame for parking tickets. It's the city that created the parking tickets. And he tells me the city. I'm like, interesting. And so I wake up, like, right after this. And I'm sitting on my couch, and I'm like, this is a weird dream. Didn't think much more of it. Went back to bed, woke up, and then I was thinking, I kept, I just kept thinking about the dream, and I'm like, he couldn't have, I'm like, that can't possibly be the city that invented parking. I'm like, this can't be right. I'm like, I can't, I've never heard of this. I've never, why would I ever know this? Why would I ever think of this? So I look it up, and I'm immediately, I'm like, my guess, New York, Boston, like a major city. Yeah. Oklahoma City. And that was what he told me in the dream, and that it was what it is. It was started in Oklahoma. Did you fall asleep watching, like, Parking Wars? I did. <laughs> and it wasn't Parking Wars. I had fallen asleep watching this co- show called um, Inventions That Changed the World. Yeah. And I couldn't remember why. I'm like, I must have been watching something, and I was, like, going through Prime. It's like, recently watched. It was, like, Inventions That Changed the World. I'm like, this has to be it. The parking so I, meter. I clicked on it, and then I was like rewinding, rewinding, and rewinding. And then there was a there was a little segment on parking meters in Oklahoma. I was like, "All oh, right, I feel a little bit better now." It was just so weird how that just like yeah. that type of stuff just like whittles it away. Because that's not what none of the conversation that I had with the guy was about. What was said in the show It's just so weird. I'm like, this that is, is so quite weird. Quite odd. I just thought that was interesting, and it really bothered me for like a. Solid you clearly day. did think it was very it, it, interesting. It, it bothered me <laughs> for your entire day because I, I was at work the whole day, yeah. and I was like. <laughs> This can't, like, why did I know that? How do I know this? Like, how did that get in there? And I was like, oh, there it is. The mind works in mysterious Very ways. Very weird. That's funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of slithering, are we ready to talk about Deep Rising, a classic 1998 film, gentlemen? Yeah. Okay. Always. Let's do it. Okay. So I've kind of been chomping at the bit to talk about this movie this for is, a bit. This is a I've been movie. barking up this tree for quite a while, and this is a Mike movie if there's ever a Mike movie, okay? You want to use the Walshies worms or whatever the fuck? Yep, yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just think of the Dumb and Dumber. Just like mm-hmm. I got worms. Yeah, worms. I got, I got worms. worms. I beg your pardon. <laughs> what I would say about Deep Rising, I know I will. I will wax poetically about Deep Rising before you guys, uh, you know, either rip it to shreds or do whatever you want to do with it. I would say first and foremost, um, if you can't have fun with this movie, then I don't even know if I want to know you. I understand that there are some uh, some parts that may not have aged very well, but I mean, if you've ever been a fan of movies like Jaws or Lake Placid or any other aquatic horror movie, this should be your jam. Like, this should be a good time, like, Friday night, like, fucking stupid movie to watch. I love this movie. I think it, it, it just cracks me up. And I think that the creature design, the creature design, not the CGI, the design of the creatures Why'd is a... <laughs> highlight of this. I'm looking at both of you. I'm looking at both of you. Um, <laughs> hashtag Walshies Worms, of course. 
Now, some of the CGI, with that being said, may not have aged as gracefully as I would have liked, but uh, some of those practical effects, I will say, in this movie uh, have aged like a fine wine. Mm. I'm thinking specifically of two scenes, and uh, by the way, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this 1998 cult classic, Deep Rising, go watch it, because we're not going to do spoiler free. So, anyway... Uh, for example, the half-digested bodies that fall out of the stomachs yeah. of the, uh, the the worms, the sea creatures. Awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, also, Billy. Billy's death, where he kind of comes out and half his fucking head's gone. And he's yeah. just kind of like walking around. Unbelievable. Chef's kiss. Um, <laughs> this movie is just a throwback to like 80s action, horror, comedy, B-movies to me. And a la Predator which is a movie that we might have just talked about recently. Um, obviously, not the same level of quality. I was going to say, like you're not putting this at the same level as No, Treasury. of course not. No, let me finish. Um, yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's a fun time. And this was obviously a movie that was panned critically at the time that it was released. It's kind of gotten the reputation as a cult classic since then. Which I think it's nowhere near as bad as people, uh, you know, might remember. And obviously, like I said, it's got some worm creatures in it, so right up my alley, you know. Uh, and to that, I would say, what did you guys think, Matt? How about you? Um, there's like, so I haven't seen this movie <laughs> since I was like a little kid, <clears throat> watching it on like the Sci-Fi Channel. So I knew that going into it, it it's like a goofy movie, and uh, I was like, watch when I I watched. Uh, pray, and then I went right into this. So, there's a few things that I kind of was, like, laughing about, just, like, technical. Like, there's a part where you're going into this big ballroom of the ship, like, because mm -hmm. they're on that big, like, luxury cruise ship. Which, they actually built all those sets. Like, that, those oh, well, were that's, sets. I have that in my note. Oh, yeah. like, these are yeah, clearly the on a set. Unbelievable. Wild. But there's, like, you go, you get this big, like, kind of, like, zoom in into this ballroom, and there's, like, this like Asian drum band playing music, but the soundtrack is like jazz. <laughs> so I was like, that's kind of hilarious. Like that doesn't make yeah. any sense. That kind of reminded me of like, remember like when Cartman had the irrational fear of China the, taking over the, the world Olympics. because of the Olympics. Yeah. And him and Butters go to a, a PF Chang's to try and like, like learn the, yeah. the Chinese invasion plan. Like that kind of reminded me of like. This is, like, what Cartman would have en envisioned, yeah. like, for that. Yeah, so go ahead, sorry. Um, but there was just, like, there was, like, little things like that that I thought was funny. The, what's the main? Treat Williams. Treat yeah. Williams. He, uh, he just constantly is just hammering these, like, cheesy, like, sarcastic lines. Finnegan, baby. Yeah. Finnegan. And, uh, I was just kind of, like, laughing to myself because I was like, this is just such a 90s movie. Yeah. Like, it just had all the... It was like, if you were to say, like... If someone was, like, came from the future and was like, show me the most quintessential 90s sci-fi movie you can <laughs> ever find, it would be this. Um, it has, like, what I call, like, video game acting. Mm. Where it's, like, every... It just... Like, if I close my eyes, I would just think someone was just playing a, a video game. <laughs> yeah. And the dialogue. Because you know how video games all have this weird, like futuristic element to them and they're yep. like, so technological so stuff like that and then like um as you get into it it, it like you, when you get them into the ship and they're like where is everybody yada 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 and then you see the monster like you said when you go down that like corridor with all like the fucking skeletons that still have gore and yeah. everything attached to them i was like oh all right like 
that's pretty fucking legit. Like, it's a super gory movie. I thought it was wicked funny when the elevator falls, and, like, it just, like, only kills, like, two dudes. Like, <laughs> the door, like, blows open. I was just like, that's fucking rad. So there's, yeah. like, little things like that that I was cracking up, but... Yeah, you definitely have to suspend some disbelief for this yeah, movie. Yeah, for it, sure. It's an really? entertaining. It's definitely an entertaining <laughs> movie, but it was. I'm a. I'm. I, I'm a sucker for '80s cheese, but I think '90s cheese is just like a different level. It's a whole different level. And I'm like, it, it's a little too funny. Too. Yeah, I can, I, can, I had a hard yeah. time taking it seriously, but I was like, the gore, the gore effects were fucking sick, and the worm, the worm is CGI as hell. Yeah, it's very so, CGI. Even like, like I love when they showed like the cruise ship at night, and I was like, "That's even CGI." Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. You could definitely tell. But I mean, it it, it is a cool concept for a movie. Okay, yeah. some mercenaries trying to rob a cruise ship that has been attacked by a monster. They're like, smuggling like fucking like nuclear missiles or something. Like how can how like to quote a great movie, a history of violence. Awesome. William Hurt's character in that movie says at one point how do you fuck that up how do you fuck that up <laughs> it's impo- it's almost impossible to fuck up it's I mean, such they a found great a concept <laughs> they, they, i mean they kind of did i i have a feeling i'm going to be defending this movie the entire time this is going to be a barrage I'm not, I'm a barrage not, of no, fucking... no, i'm not insulting it <laughs> yeah no i just it's, I'm it just was saying it's just a goofy movie if there's ever a movie speaking of movies that need to be remade this, this movie would be right for a remake, right? And they would do it really well because they could get anybody Kevin... other than fucking Treat Williams. Yeah, they'd put The Rock and Kevin Hart <laughs> Could you in pick it? a worse actor to be the main guy? Like, Brendan Fraser, why isn't he the main guy? See, it almost was like... Two, this movie was... That could have been perfect. Like, how much did they spend Brendan on this Fraser movie? Hmm. So, and you're know. spending I'll, all I'll that much money, I'll and then you pick Treat Williams as your main guy. A guy I'll named find out Treat. Can we get a can we get a quick? I feel like we got tricked. We didn't get a treat. We in. got tricked. Uh, treat Williams has been in a few things. Nothing. All bad. Uh, so All bad. A- according to IMDb, bad bad. The bad. budget for Deep Rising was forty five million dollars. That's a lot of money in nineties dollars. <laughs> yeah, in nineties dollars. We just talked about Predators, and that movie came out in two thousand ten, and their mm. budget was forty five. He reminded me of Nathan Finnegan, like in Slither, mm. like where he kind of has these like funny ass lines and but he's supposed to be like the only one that has control over everything yeah and he's just like it, it was like that a cross between like that character and like bill pullman and like space balls yeah. So, yeah yeah so i'll tell you when you pull up treat williams imdb his first listed credit is deep rising as uh, john finnegan other than that uh hair do you remember the Phantom with Billy Zane? Do you remember Speaking that movie? Of the mummy. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. There was a little time. Um, let's see. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. We oh, own this city. Movies. The Christmas House to deck those halls. Is that a porno? Uh, yeah, that was no. that Skinamax. Uh, <laughs> deck those, deck balls, those balls, baby. <laughs> deck those balls, baby. Yeah. So Tree Williams has. Uh, not necessarily had the greatest career, but so there's there their, are actors. There's their, there's their first misstep. Anybody, they, any you could have picked anybody other than well, Treat Williams. I will say, this is Did the you, are def- you defend Treat Williams. No, nope, no, nope. I'm gonna say this is the definition of an ensemble cast. Okay, because not you have, you have Treat Williams. Okay, let's. let's oh, I get that, but then you get let's Benny, put that aside who's awesome, for a moment. and then you, you get Famica Jansen. Famica Jansen. Awesome. You have uh, Kevin J. O'Connor, who obviously plays Benny in the Mummy. Great role there. Uh, a little problematic playing an Egyptian guy. I think uh, he's a white well, guy with an Irish name. 
20 something uh, years ago. That yep. was uh, so, uh, but some of the mercenaries, played by uh, Jason Fleming, Chris Curtis, uh, Clifton Powell, who was also in. Uh, shit, what, what was he in? Uh, oh, oh, are you talking about the guy that was um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in. Uh, the uh, the movie with Sean Connery and it was oh the uh, League of Extraordinary, the League no. of Extraordinary Gentlemen that was I mean underrated movie um, so no Clifton Powell was uh, Chris Tucker's cousin in Rush Hour that's who I'm but thinking. one of those guys was he was uh, then also I don't know how you pronounce his name I, he's a great actor he's actually been nominated for Academy Award but uh, Digimon uh, Honsu he's an African actor he was in Gladiator. Oh, um, okay, he yeah. was in a bunch. He He's was his buddy. He was Blood Diamond. Um, he was in Blood Diamond as well. He's in yeah. Blood Diamond, Guardians of the Galaxy, in America, Amistad, uh, The King's Man. Oh, that guy was also in Lock, yep, Stock, in and bunch Two of Smoking stuff. Barrels. Yep. Then you also got, uh, oh, let's see, uh, Trevor Goddard, who was one of like the buff mercenaries, the Australian guy. Yep. Uh, he played Kano in the original Mortal Kombat oh, movie. Oh, okay, okay. Yep, okay. So uh, a lot of uh, there's a lot of like um, what you would call like quote unquote like those guys in this movie like you'd be like okay I know this guy from something else like I've seen this guy before they're all like, like an yeah, episode of like yeah, friends like, absolutely. Uh, you also get uh, Doctor Chilton who's Doctor Chilton oh 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 <laughs> yes uh, Anthony Heald yes from uh, Silence of the Lambs that's correct I forgot he built about the him. boat and... I'm uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least mention him but yeah hit, hit, so I clicked on his his thing. Obviously, first listed credit is Dr. Uh, Chilton in Silence of the Lambs. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt um, your, uh, your your. I mean, your Matt kind of put about it perfectly. Treat, about he, Treat Williams. Yeah. Matt kind of put it perfectly when he said it's like a video game. Like like the in-betweens, like when you're playing a video game. That's what this movie is. Uh, this movie has the potential to be absolutely awesome. If they redid this movie now with that budget, like take that budget make it even better. With the CGI that we have now and like... You get some real actors in this movie. Not to say that there wasn't real actors, but like you get an actual lead actor that's not named something that is called Treat Williams. Perfect. Um, Let's say you substitute like Treat Williams, Bradley with, Cooper, like, Keanu. Or, like I'm saying, or like in, in, in the '90s, like Ke- Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, that, makes um, it a better movie, right? Already, yeah, because yeah. it's not uh, uh, Treat Williams. So yes, better. Um, I do got to say, best part of this movie is the end. When they end up on Skull Island, yeah, and like, like you just see something, and then you just, just like, see King Kong just fucking up, knocking trees down. I was like, was, this is I didn't. I, I will when I was it's gotta old, be it, King it's Kong. It's not. It's not Skull Island. I, I think what they were trying to because I, I did research this after the fact after you mentioned it. I think they were trying to imply that all of the creatures on the ship were essentially part of a bigger creature on this island. That's the Skull Island, the volcano. Thing that's definitely Skull Island. I, mean, I don't care what anybody says. It would be really cool if it was Skull Island. That would make a yeah. lot of sense. If Why it wouldn't w- it be? So did they say it wasn't? I mean, I've never seen anything that said that it was Skull Island. This but, is not essentially tied into the King Kong universe, but who made this movie? Universal. Universal. It was really funny because when I was watching it, Sarah came home right at the end, and she kind of just like pop. She'll pop in just to kind of see what I'm watching. And it was that part, and she's like, "What do you? Is this like the Jack Black King Kong movie?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like "Actually, no, which that's see, hilarious. I love that movie too. The yeah, the movie Jackson movie's great. Like I Jackson love that movie. movie. Yeah. Another Adrian Brody movie, by yeah. the way. Adrian Brody uh, might be problematic. This movie was, uh, it was, uh, it was entertaining. I mean, I'll give you that. It yeah. wasn't a bad movie. It kept me entertained. No, it was entertaining it, as shit. It was. Uh, I'm just thinking, I just think, like, there's so much more potential. This in movie terms has of so like, much potential. Yeah, if I'm reviewing it in terms of, like, a, a movie, 
if someone I'm asks like, me to recommend a, a movie to them, I'm not recommending the movie to them. I'm okay. recommending this movie to like hardcore certain horror people. Fans. Yeah, okay. Not even horror fans, like niche horror fans. What? Like this people is a that monster lo- like movie. like if someone were like, you know, I really like those earthworms that I see over there. And I wish there was a movie that had like something to do with those. Oh, see, now you're just playing up the Walsh's Worms thing because the, no. the the monster the in the this movie, is pretty dope. The, the monster is dope. It's and Famke Jansen is smoking. Up. This it is pre. Awesome. This is pre Goldeneye Famke Jansen. Pre X Men. Is it? Famke didn't that movie Jansen. come out in like '97? Actually, it so actually, this might have been right off. of yeah, Gold. This was yeah, like this right was on her like, I, and then she turned. Then she became Doctor. Right, right after that her, was with Pierce right Brosnan, after her right? squeezing. Yeah, that was yeah. Pierce Brosnan because that yes. I remember playing that on N sixty four in like ninety six. This might have so been might have right been. after she was squeezing guys to death during sex in James Bond movies. Nice. I would love that to happen. Mm-hmm. To I know me, if it was her. Um, but I digress. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, if there's just so many scenes in this movie that are just so wild. Like the whole thing with like at the end when. The ship's clearly just, like, blown apart and, like, getting the sea dude. And then fucking Benny's come riding in on his Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he didn't get blown up. Yeah. Like, what if we That's, like, him? in Pine... I wonder if, like, Pineapple Express, like, made fun of that with, Dan- oh, with Danny yeah. McBride's character when up. they blow up the plant and he still just comes crawling out, like, after already being shot so many times. I like, would hope so. I would hope that some people are referencing Deep Rising. I mean, I'm glad that it. you had me watch this movie because I had never seen this movie. And it was, it was worth the watch. I just feel like this was, like, the time in my life where I first started to watch, like, the types of monster horror movies that I wanted to watch, because I was about 13, so, like, this was, like, you know, Deep Rising, The Relic, Mimic, the Relic, I like the Relic. This was almost like, like Titanic meets Tremors. It was, like, a combination. This is like, very yeah. close to Tremors. Yeah. Very, very, well, the, especially with the monsters. Very close say, to like, Tremors. like, Ghost Ship meets Tremors. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. more like it. Almost like, uh, what, well, what's the, um, not Titanic, obviously, but, like, the other... U571. The other ship movie where the ship, like, Hunt flips for Red upside October. down. No, uh, fucking, what's Perfect it called? Storm. No, The no, ship flips no, upside no, down. No. Um, they did a remake of it recently. This is going to drive me insane. I'll, I'll think of it eventually, but... Yeah, I, I would just say, like, you know, if you're a fan of aquatic horror, as I am, Cthulhu and you somehow monsters. have not seen Deep Rising, this is a movie that you should watch. I mean, that's when you had, like, it's the... a cheesy... Che- it, this is a... Eat an edible. Aqua- yeah. oh, oh my I god, eat an edible. That was, that was part of the thing too. I, I was I had an edible, so I was I was really like I should have had a lot of edibles. This is a quadruple stacked grilled cheese. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. It took me two days to watch the movie. I watched yeah. half of it and yeah. I was like oh, I don't know if I can take All right. much more of this. It's like a cookies and cream. <laughs> it was good room. though. I I'll give you something. I mean it was it was entertaining. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Stack, uh, so, gentlemen, I did look at the year the year of our Lord, 1998, for horror movies. And, um, Andrew, we have covered one other movie from this year. Do you remember We've what done, it might be? Uh, like 8,000 movies now, so it's hard to hint. remember. We covered it this year in Janthology, and it was one that you recommended. 1998 Janthology, so an anthology it was the only anthology movie that you recommended, I believe. Well, I did Body Bad. It wasn't nice. Nope, movie. that wasn't actually so. Maybe I, 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 I misspoke. I did Southbound. The. The. Last, last broadcast. That's not Janthology. That was Found Footage February. Found Footage February. Sorry, Found Footage February. I, I, I misspoke. <laughs> Fucking me up. I was like, wait a minute. I did like three Janthologies. Yes. XXX yeah, yep, or no. XX, not XXX. I forgot, XXX. I forgot about <laughs> Found, Diesel. found footage February. Uh, no, uh, X, 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 not triple X. With yeah, XX. XX. That one was good. 
Um, so, actually some good stuff this year in 1998. So, obviously the last broadcast we talked about during Found Footage February, not Janthology, as I misspoke about. Um, Apt Pupil, which is based on a oh, Stephen, Stephen King, King story. With, yeah, uh, that has, uh, it's a Brian... And, uh, no, what's his name? Uh, Rob Renfro. Ian, Ian McKellen yeah. is in it, right? Fucking Gandalf. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, a weird movie. Also, the first Blade movie with, with Wesley Snipes. Oh. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm very excited, by the way, for the Blade remake with Mahershala Ali. Can't wait to see that. Oh, I, know. Um, I didn't even know there was a Blade remake. Jesus. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. It's is that part, a DC? Well, it's part of the MCU. It's part of the MCU. I was hoping it was an MCU, but I'll probably yeah, watch it. I know. Yep. I'll watch that. Uh, Bride of Chucky came out in 1998. Love that. Yep, with uh, Jennifer Tilly and her uh, glorious knockers. <laughs> she was a Muppet <laughs> yep. in this movie. So. Yep. Uh, well, <laughs> she still has a. I mean, she has a. She was a Muppet. <laughs> She has a sexy. Wasn't she? She has a sexy. I mean, voice. She's, she's in it though. We're Muppets. <laughs> but uh, Muppets way better come <laughs> My personal favorite horror movie of 1998, The Faculty, which okay. is a uh, great movie. Robert Rodriguez movie with Josh Hartnett and a bunch of other Speaking 90s of, uh, worms. Yeah, 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 worms. Yeah, 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 that is a good movie though. Yeah, we talked about that in the 90s draft because I think I picked. I think I picked Deep Rising. And the faculty yeah, in my industry. Yeah, because you were swimming in worms. Yeah, because you were swimming We also got uh, Halloween, uh, possibly the worst titled movie of all time, Halloween H2O, 20 years later. That really came in out in 1998. 1998. Why did I think that came out in, like, 2002? Because Halloween well, Resurrection came out in 2002. Yeah, maybe this is called Halloween. Well, the original H2O? the original yeah, like Halloween 2000. came out in '78. This one came uh, out in '90. Yeah, I feel like a thousand years now. Yep, uh, and, and and until the most recent trilogy, that was the first Halloween movie to star Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis since Halloween Two. I gotta be honest, the I don't even think I, I don't even so bad, I don't even think I've seen that movie. It's not bad. good, dude. It's very bad. Is that the one with the Bu- is that the one with Buster Rhymes or is that Resurrection? Um, the one with what? What's the one with Tyra Banks? That might be H. I think it's H. I can't, dude. They're both yeah, I, atrocious. I, 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 I so I this movie bad if it had Buster Rhymes in it. <laughs> uh, we also got uh, in 1998. I still know what you did last summer, which I still love. Jennifer Love Hewitt. So that is. I still have Jennifer seen it. Love Hewitt. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yep. Was her nickname? Uh, she wasn't Andrew. a muppet. A- not a she muppet at all. Not a muppet. Uh, Andrew. We also got. Phantasm Four: Oblivion in 1998. I've probably seen that at some point. Uh, Matt has the full five movies, but I think there's like seven though. No, now. there's only five. There's only five, isn't yeah. there? So it's Ravager. Ravager's uh, the Oblivion. last one. So that so that was four, and then five came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus indeed. Matt, Still we jealous. also got a Phantom of the Opera remake, which was directed by Dario Argento in 1998. Ever seen it? No. Neither have I. I did not know that. That sounds awesome. I'm going to watch that. I would love Probably to watch it. Report back to Actually, me. Not yeah, that's um, a terrible remake, quite possibly the worst remake of all time. We got the Gus Van Sant remake of Psycho with Vince Vaughn. Oh, shot for shot. Oh, shot for shot what a remake. Weird move. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Um, but essentially, the, I mean, the only difference is that it's uh, Vince Vaughn, obviously playing, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, the role of of the titular Norman Psycho Bates. and uh, yeah, Norman Bates. And uh, Anne Hesh masturbates uh, while watching Anne Hesh in the shower. Anne Hesh, uh, who's Hesh in, in, in the, the news right car. now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, on a Chris Sale on a bike. We also got Ringu, the original Ring movie. Love that. Yep, that one's good. Great movie. Uh, we also got the first Urban Legend movie, which is uh, with your boy uh, Jared Leto, Andrew, not Jared Leto, as you've said. My boy. Times. I yeah. fucking hate Jared Leto. Um, <clears throat> we also got. Uh, let's see. Last one I have here is John Carpenter's. Vampires with James Woods. Pretty good. Underrated movie, yeah. for sure. 
So, uh, I guess there's a lot of there's a lot of poop. A lot of poop in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like the fact that worm shit. Deep rising. Do you guys have any? any I mean, I think I like none of those. Like right can I? I mean, it's all right here. Can it's I? Right uh, like none of them. Oh, the Bride of Chucky is probably going to be my uh, your one. Yeah, or Ringu. I'll run through them again for you. Let's see. Oh, Pupil, Blade, Bride of Chucky, The Faculty, Halloween H2O. I still know what you did last summer. The last broadcast, Phantasm 4, Oblivion. I mean, I'll go with last Phantom broadcast. Phantom of the Opera, Psycho, list. Ringo, Urban Legend, John Carpenter's Vampires. Last broadcast. Yeah, I like, I like Bride of Chucky. I like Ringo. Apt Pupil, I like the novella mm. very much. It's yep. very brutal. The movie is fucking... Just they took the fucking... They took well, the guts out of it. It's yeah. also directed by Brian Singer, who's a pervert, so there's oh, also well. that. And why don't we pause real quick for a word from our sponsors. We'll be back in 90 seconds. It's official. The critics' decision is in. Spooky World is spooktacular. Enter the new black hole. If you dare. Or the new horror house of wax. This year, don't miss the real Jason, Bobby Pickett, or Alice Cooper. Phone the 24-hour Spooky World hotline. 508-838-0200. That's 508-838-0200. Spooky World is just west of Boston. And haunts every night from October 1st till November 1st. If you had the nerve, you'd phone 508-838-0200. It's America's horror theme park. Spooky World. Be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Piffle, here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. <laughs> Frankenberry. Count Chocula. The new face of evil is going to scare you to death. Barrett's Haunted Mansion, it's killing us Then be next door to the Abington Airhouse. Barrett's Haunted Mansion. Eat, drink, and be scary. Go to bhmansion.com. And we're back. Yeah, gentlemen, so uh, I know we've talked a lot about Deep Rising here, and um, I think it's a lot of fun, again. But, you know, I, I think you guys both made a very good point here, and I would concur. And this was one of the movies that I... I feel like there's just so many movies. That, when we were talking about movies that we would like to see remade, Future of Horror episode a while back... This is one that is absolutely ripe for a remake. Sure, yeah. 100%. I I'm feel not like huge on remakes, and I would be... Oh, this yeah, would be I a would, perfect movie. I'd be okay movie. with this. It, is, it is a great concept, I, I will say that. And I think that this, like, put in the hands of the right director that had, you know, sort of a, like, an, a love for the original movie, but, like, also, like, a more serious filmmaking eye and a serious budget behind it, you could do something good with this. Yeah. Like I said, like, how... Again, to quote William Hurt from A History of Violence, how do you fuck this up? Like, how do you fuck this up? And you know what? Like, Andrew, like, this kind of made me think a little bit about... Remember Underwater with Kristen Stewart? Oh, I love that. What if, like, yeah. Alex Garland fucking took it? Oh, I would love I was literally just going to fucking say, yeah. Love to see that. So, yeah. Um, I just think that this is an underrated gem. It's... it's And, and like Matt has said, this is, like the epitome of 90s cheese. Like, you think a lot about, like, 70s and 80s horror cheese, and 90s cheese kind of flies under the radar because 
90s horror wasn't as good as some of the prior decades. It this took is a movie very like, seriously. It did. Yeah. It really did. And, and uh, I feel like there were a lot of jokes to be had, but also it, like, it, did, it did take itself like very seriously. Like it, They were trying to scare you at certain parts. Yeah. They're trying to show you the monster and like gross you at certain parts. So you say you say underrated gem. I say unpolished turd. Okay, it could <laughs> it's 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 right there. It's just lacking in certain elements. It's a great concept for a movie. It was extremely entertaining, but it's a turd. Okay, but I All liked right. I liked it. I like sometimes I like turds. <laughs> okay, usually when they are out of my butt. Put that on a t-shirt. Sometimes I like turds. Quote Andrew Byron. <laughs> That is a good quote. Gentlemen, I like turds. before we say good evening, any further thoughts on Deep Rising? Uh, it's just a good, nice, campy, little fun mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. As it's, goofy it's, as it is, like for yeah. what it is, it's perfect. I think I've I've stood on my soapbox and tried to defend this movie for as long as I possibly can. But yeah, it's it's a it's a very cheesy B '90s movie that's a lot of fun. Don't take it very seriously. That's what I would say. It's a little, and, it's uh, a little long. It's a little long. It's a little, it is long. It's a little long for what it is. Like, I'm like, what is like, this? Two thousand two hours long. Jesus, <laughs> losing your voice after. Dude, uh, yeah, I'm like, like is this movie made like the same like vein as like Batman that just came out, like three hour long movie. Like, what was it? Like two hours and fifteen minutes. I feel like that movie took forever. I think it was yeah. like an. I think it was like an hour and almost fifty. It just felt. Like it was. It was close to two hours. Yeah, which was, is long for back there. then. Way back when. Very long. Very long. And uh, just to. Just to to put a to put this into perspective, so Stephen Summers, who wrote and directed this movie Deep Rising, also wrote and directed The Mummy, and then also went on to direct the awful, uh, huge ass man uh, Van Helsing movie, which oh, yeah, that is awesome. another movie where the concept is phenomenal and it should be a great movie. And that movie fucking stunk. That's another movie I saw in theaters and I was just like, nah. is that where his career died? So uh, his, his peak is The Mummy. Probably the mummy. Yeah, that's, so a good, that's a pretty good peak. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, but it's like. So I think that's, um, that's all he after did. after this because movie, this after this movie, he movie. did <laughs> the mummy. The mummy returns. Boo. He was the mummy returns stinks. Yeah. He was a uh, he, he was credited movie. as an ex- either an executive producer or a producer on like all the Scorpion King movies. Uh, the Mummy Three, which is the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, which also oh, pfft, that movie stinks. That's the one where they go to uh, China. Is that the one with Tom Cruise? Oh yeah, it's no, 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 no. no, no. Not, that not, was supposed to be like Tom a remake Cruise. of the uh, original. Mummy. I never saw that one. Um, it's not as bad as you'd think. I have a soft spot for movies and Universal monster movies, so I guess my opinion holds no weight. But I digress. Uh, then he also uh, <laughs> apparently directed uh, GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. Cool. <laughs> Damn, dude. I don't so, think I saw yeah, that. He's not doing too my much. Ma- my uh, man's in a anymore. bad way. Yeah, he's in a bad way. Well, maybe they keep way. asking him to make these trash movies. I can't imagine that this is his decision. Because he's like, what else am I going to do? Yeah, he's like, they're like, Universal's like, you want to make some weird monster movies? Because this is definitely well, part put, of the monster universe. Of course. This well, is put, put it this way. Put it this way. The Mummy was enough of a success that it was turned into a ride that is still open yeah. to this oh, day. He got the at Mummy. At Universal Studios Florida and Hollywood and... They almost turned like Van Helsing into a ride at both of those things too. This so just like goes to they you invested could, like, a lot. You could have directed the Mummy and it would have been a success. Yeah, Brendan Fraser. Because I, mean, I could have directed Deep Dream Rising Boat. and it would have been what it was. See, my my thing with just because we're talking about Van Helsing is I've never been a fan of these like mixed monster worlds. I never liked Underworld. I never liked Van Helsing. I never liked the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That movie was terrible. I, it's, just, it's just like what the fuck is going on, like. <laughs> It's just like, what if we bring all these monsters? And then That's this is the, exactly why I don't Marvel. like Marvel. <laughs> you just nailed it. Go. You fucking nailed there it. There we go. 
No one has time for that bullshit. All right, and on that note. And on that note. <laughs> so I, I just I just think it'd be pretty cool if, like, you know, there's a mummy movie and at the end, like, you know, somebody okay, steps out of the shadows and I'm Abraham Van Helsing and I'm trying to kill this Dracula monster. I need your help, Rick O'Connell, Brendan Fraser. I feel like that's pretty dope. And he's but, like, you, you gotta know, be hey. shitting me. I just kill all these mummies. <laughs> yeah, of course, right? So, I don't know. I'm just trying to go home and have I the guess they did, wife. like, a Stargate mummy mesh, I'd be down with that. Mm. What well, about Predator versus me? Oh, my God. Predator versus Mummy? Or, like, you know, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens in the future. You, you never know. It's good little, I don't yeah. think you're going to see any more Mummy movies for a while. Yeah, probably not. Mummy movies. Tom Cruise fucked that up. Way to go, Tom Cruise. Fucking thing. <clears throat> Doing your fucking Scientology, weirdo. Perfect skin. All right, folks. Well, uh, this has been another episode of America's Hometown Horror. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm your host. I've been joined by my fellow scholarly gentlemen, Andrew and Matt. And uh, guess what? Here's where you can find us on the following uh, podcast platforms. Right now, wherever you're listening, you can find us there again next week. But also Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, probably a bunch of other places that we uh, don't even know about because we distribute it to everywhere and gentlemen i say to you good, good evening, evening and goodbye, goodbye. Hey, adios go pats go pats baby go pats go pats yeah, go pats Woo! bye good evening Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because of course we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.